doing a test why would we do a test said, we right never right. test we're on now <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh okay sorry I, mi I misinterpreted the first call that's all right <laughs> we never test all it's... right i'll go sit down have we ever tested no you know it's weird i can actually hear you this time oh you're outside there you're not gonna get stung by another bloody green ant no no i've got boots on today <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, oh, hang on, I just realised. Uh, I'm going well. And yourself? I'm <laughs> good. But I was saying, where are you going? Cause it... Oh, I'm, I'm going in to get some uh, my headphones just in case. Oh, okay. I just realised we're probably not on, we're not on Skype, are we? No, we're not on Skype. We're on Messenger. This is why I can hear you. Yeah. I tried using Skype before and I let it ring for about three minutes and it just nothing nothing happened. So I thought there's either two reasons the bastards left me or I just can't get through. <laughs> so I figured I couldn't get through. Now this is great this is great radio by the way. This is good radio. I'll just describe what's happening. Mark is kind of going for a wander through his house, through his garage. I don't know where he is at the moment. I hope he's watching where he's going because he's looking at the screen. <laughs> And he's back gone. In the shed, mate. He's back in the shed. <laughs> he's been in the shed three times so far since we started recording. <laughs> so you find back a good spot. If you want. <laughs> <laughs> Found a good spot there. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll just wander, mate. Just have a wander. Yeah, it's making me dizzy, mate. Oh my god, I'm going dizzy. <laughs> I'm going dizzy. I'm going blonde. I'm turning into a dizzy blonde. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> well, strings. I suppose. Well, I suppose. Look, well, yeah. I want to talk about strings today. Um, a few things we wanted to talk about. Oh, this is funny. I'm looking. Look at this. I just got a. I just got a message from Nigel. On my oh, phone. Yeah. It just came up. He must have just got back. So, this, he's been overseas. Yeah, well, for those people who who um, who've kind of been listening to the podcast over the last couple of weeks, you, you know, we've been trying to get trying to get a hold of Nigel, and he's been in and out, and he's he's it's been a bit difficult because of me falling through stairs and uh, all sorts of weird things going on there, and then we had all of the rain, and then all of this stuff, and 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 then. We kind of lost track, and I've just got a message from him now, which I'll have a look at a little bit later. So I'm really looking forward to having a chat with Nigel. Uh, so hopefully we can get that happening, hopefully for next week or during the week or something like that. So, but today it's just you and me having a bit of a chat about I a few things. That, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's riveting entertainment, mate. It's you know, it's the core of the show. It's the two amigos. You know, that's 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 what it is, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, or, or one guy who knows what he's doing and the other bloke who just bullshits his ass off. So... <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that for a while now. That's why I'm so good at it. No, I was talking about oh, me doing... Talking no, I'm the BS. Right, I see. <laughs> I'm the BS. You're the guy who knows what he's talking about. <laughs> the most part, I hope. Very cool, man. Well, I suppose, look, let's, we'll, we'll do the obligatory, um, I suppose, business stuff first. Where can we find Mark? Where can we see you, mate? Uh, let's M-R-W-A-D. go. Okay. Say it again. Now, I don't know if you can hear me still. Yeah, I can hear you. You, sorry, I, did, I don't know how far along that went. Uh, MRWSinstruments.com. Very You good. stopped in a really... Well, it wasn't a great picture. Your oh. tongue was half out your mouth. <laughs> and it paused. <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. <laughs> and, then, and yourself, Adam. Yeah, mate. Well, you can find me at... Oh, Jesus. Uh, Birdwoodguitars.com. Uh, uh, you can find me at, on Facebook as well, on at Birdwood Guitars. Actually, you can't find me at Birdwood Guitars because Facebook made me change the name. So that you can find me at Adam Harrison uh, and then underneath that, Birdwood Skybox Guitars. And you can also find me at Birdwood CBGs, which is the page. Uh, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And... We can actually find you elsewhere, can't we? Not just on, not just on um, on MRWS. Where else can we see you? We've got Instagram as well. Uh, don't we? I do Instagram. I do uh, Devil's Hands Workshop as well as MRWS. Also got um, Mortal Coil Pickups on Facebook. And I'm sure there's other places, but I can't kind of can't you know, amalgamate my thoughts at the moment. Hang on, I'm to hang on. I'm gonna pull you up on something. Do you have a Mortal Coil Facebook page? I do. But you didn't tell me that. I had no idea. <laughs> I had <laughs> NFI. I'm not going to say it all in full. Let me get you here. Hang on. I'm on Facebook. I've just I've just lost you for a second only because... Are you still there? Yeah, mate, I'm here. All right, good. Because I've just, I've just switched over to... Here we go. What the bloody hell's going on here? Hang on. Mortal Coil. Where are we? Pick up some guitar. Oh, I have. Hang on. Oh, I have liked it. I was just about to unlike it. Why am I not getting your? So I do believe you owe me an apology. I I apple ogies. I apple ogies. I can see it. However, as I was just about to. This is embarrassing. This is this is really embarrassing. I I have taken up. Whenever I say however, because I watch, not watch, because I listen to the Luthierist podcast and Sully, every time Sully goes to say however, I go, he says, however. I've taken to, in class, when I'm in class and I'm teaching, every time I I go to say however, the class is now saying to me, however, because when I go to pause, they come back at me with that. So I, I was just about to do it then to you because so I'm, I'm ripping off the Luthier's <laughs> podcast. So it's a however. Oh, my God. That's terrible. And the kids You're are actually doing it. Them, so. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got you there. There you are. That's a, that's a beautiful photo of that pickup. What was that, Ebony? Uh, yes. I've got a couple of those left. Well, the couple of those in the, in the making, though. So. Oh, well, can you book me in for one? Yeah, yeah. Can sure. you book me in for one of those? Because that's that's a corker. I sold that um, I sold that four string, the uh, the New Guinea rosewood bodied four string, uh, the the electric oh, guitar. Yeah, yeah, 
during the week. Uh, to a fella from, um, I want to say, oh, where did the big race at? Bathurst. To a fella from Bathurst. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, um, I, I did have uh, some of the, oh, what's his name? Wade Costumbater in the States. Wade does the, the Tesco style golf foils. He hand presses them all and he, he does those. Have you seen his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does those. No, I haven't. You haven't? Oh, check it out, man. It's, it's, they're awesome pickups, I've got to say. But I had, we were trying out a couple of guitars here, and I'll show you the other one. This is good, very good radio, by the way, because I'm showing you and no one else can see it. It's, I got that one there. He was looking at that which, with the double, uh, with the double um, flatline pickups. You know, and the, and, the, and the toggle switch. And he, the thing was, he loved the other guitar and he really loved, he really loved the sound of the other pickups. He loved those pickups. He loved the, the one that Wade had, but he, was, he really was saying to me, he wants to get the four-coil the, the four mortal coil into the guitar because he wants a, a dedicated four-pole pickup for that guitar. And uh, so it wasn't anything against against Wade's pickups. He loved the, loved the tone of them. He loved them both. He just that he wanted that that four pole look, you know. And so I, I think I'm trying to get I'll get back in contact with him as well because I know he's going to come back and go. You know, I, I really want to do that. I'll just have to do a new surround for for the cavity that I've put in there. But um, yeah, he was he was he was pretty chuffed with those with those pickups. But he just loved the the uh, the solid body. So there's a little bit of a little bit of a plug for Mark there. Those pick, pickups are doing nicely. <laughs> but, right. but you've got some other news, don't you? Um. Segway. Oh, Friday! You know the ridiculous part of that. You're holding them too. I'm holding one. <laughs> Right, righty-o, I've just released uh, um, some electric light gauge strings for cigar box guitars. For the low end, of course, E-A-D-G, or yep. open whatever. <laughs> um, they're, they're, they're a light string. Um, you know, they're, well, they're the same as the 10 to 46. In this case, they're the 17 to 46, because I'm missing out on the, the 10 and the 13. Um but so far, so good. Uh, I've only had them up on the, the, the site for a, a week or so, and they've been coming like hotcakes, which is really good. Oh, that's fantastic. Are they, they, they selling so, here in Australia or going overseas? Uh, I've had a couple go overseas, but mostly here in Australia. Very cool. I think most of them go to a place called uh, Hazelbrook. <laughs> I think there's somewhere around there. <laughs> well, I have ordered, I have ordered 20 sets. <laughs> 20! Yeah, twenty set. Well, yeah, I ordered the first set, and then, which was very, very, very kindly sent by sent by you. And when oh, they that's, first, right. that's that, before that you had, had the packaging. Bow on them, didn't they? Yeah, you had the. That was a very beautiful bow, and it was belying the rough exterior that you that you are demonst- currently demonstrating at the moment with your lovely corded. Um, Way of, of 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 packaging them with a little what was the what was it jute isn't it jute yes it's jute the jute, jute string and it was beautifully done and I was very impressed and now you've got these these lovely packaging which I have got no idea how you have the patience to put these things together because okay first off I, I, it took me two weeks to put. You know, 
2,500 sets together. <laughs> but, um, you know, I did, I did a, you know, 100 a day or something like that. Plus, I've got help here, small help, you yep. know, small, cheap labour, <laughs> which is good. But the, the packaging itself, man, I mean, I've got made it overseas, but the design, actually, a mate of mine, um, who I'm going to plug sometime in this conversation. Go for it. Um, on Facebook, Richard Iavasi, uh, or RIP, Richard Iavasi um, Productions. He's a phenomenal designer. Um, so I'm super stoked with him. He was actually a... He and I were in a band together when in our early 20s. He's yeah. A, a, well, I assume he's still a good drummer. I haven't seen him for a while, but I haven't heard him for a while, I should say. Um but he's getting back into this design thing. He's actually just done a uh, new design for my Mortal Coil pickups as well, which I'm yet to release, but I'm going to soon. I'm looking forward he's, to seeing As you can that. tell, uh, he's quite phenomenal. Yeah, it's come up beautifully. I mean, anyone that's bought them bought them can 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 see how lovely that is. It's, it's the it's it, make sure we do a plug. So pop his details up on the um, up on the group, mate, for sure. But. It's they're, they're beautifully set out, and I like that on the back you've got actually got the guide. You've got that open tuning guide. Yes, I certainly do. I thought it was something that was missing from a lot of things, especially for cigar box guitars. I mean, standard strings don't have a tuning guide, obviously. Yeah. Um, for most people who are who are buying them, will will figure it out on a normal guitar. But I've had a lot of uh, questions over the last few years about you know tuning. Yep. And there's no better way than to say you know what. Have a look on the back of this pack. <laughs> and it's just, look, it's obviously, it doesn't have open B for some reason. I don't know why I missed that. But uh, A, A, C, D, E, and G, which is pretty much everything everyone uses. Yep. Now, it is the low end of things, you know, if you want to go high. I mean, I know there's different ways of tuning guitars with a couple of high end E's and whatnot, mm. but I haven't done it for these this lot. Uh, depending on what people want, you know, I'm off yep. an acoustic set and I'll bring out a different, different gauges and we'll see how these go first. Yeah, well, that's and that's that's kind of segueing a little bit into um, the discussion that 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 I kind of wanted to have today because I've been talking to quite a few people on on Facebook and I've had some message like a lot of people messaging me, uh, you know, because I, I get a lot of queries and things like that on on, and I must admit I'm not overly adventurous when it comes to the tunings and I suppose the reason for that is that when I build a guitar I'm only usually going to string it up in two ways i'm either going to string it up in open g uh or i'm going to string it up in in open d and i I suppose the reason for that is that i i don't particularly want a customer to have to you know who's bought a guitar to then have to go home and then have to change the strings because most of the instructional videos or instructional dvds whether it's you know whether it's it's uh, Justin Johnson, or whether it's uh, you know it, it might be like Shane Spiel does a fair bit of it as well. Whether it's um, oh gosh, could be Uncle John Didlio sitting there on a on a on his lounge room couch just saying I'm going to show you how to play a song. Pretty much everyone does Open G, and I like the fact that like these strings, you can do your Open G or your Open D but you can play around with some different tunings. And one of the tunings I heard during the week was, I think it was, oh, crikey, uh, I should have written it down. Um, was it EBB, which was interesting. I don't know how that works out, whether they're doing the heart, but they're somehow doing some sort of harmony 
with the B and B. I'm supposing it'd be an octave difference. Yeah, they're probably using the the second and the fifth strings. The fifth, second and fifth. Yeah, yeah. So that so that could be. I see. Once again, I'm not. I'm not real adventurous either. I'm I'm a very low end. I like my open D's or my open B, uh, open E's or yep. open D's. Because I love that dirty, dirty blues sound. Yeah. And I want it to be heavy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the other th- the other idea is open F, because I know Nigel does. I know Nigel um, McTrustry does when he does his videos. He does his. I should have mentioned Nigel too when he, because Nigel does a great range of videos and of course our mate Pat Curley. Yes, yep. Can't forget those guys, our local boys. Um, you know, those guys uh, that tend to, you know, they, they do a bit in, especially Nigel, in open F, which oh, yeah. would be F, C, F. So you'd have to tune the E string up to F, wouldn't you? Yeah, so E, F, yeah, you'd tune it up to, yeah. to F. Yeah, so that would that be. That requires light gauge strings too. Light gauge, yeah. Yeah, would you suggest these strings could would be able to do that? You'd be able to tune to F with these. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I can't see why not. So it's only um, one. If, if, if you're not going, if you want to do like, obviously, like gauge is easier for that because it's easy to play like gauge strings. Yeah. Um, but I've heard you know you, you can get a, a tone issue. Yeah. Um, well, slides too. They tend to be a bit floppy for slide. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I suppose that can be that can be a little bit of a, a of an issue of an issue as well. But the thing I like about strings is you can you can tune them down a step. I think without a problem. I think once you tune down two steps, you you may want to have a heavier gauge. Um, I like these strings because I think they're a very clever they're a very clever size choice because I think you can play around a lot with these. And have a bit of fun with some with some alternate tunings, especially if you're in in have got a four string. Yeah, for sure. Well, look, you can do three and four string with these. Mm. I mean, I guess that's one of the reasons people get experimental with um, tunings with cigar box guitars because when they buy a standard set of strings, they always end up with a you know a two or three extra strings. Yeah. And, and what do you do with them? You can make diddly bows till the cows come home, but really, yeah. You play around with the tunings. Put as many, put the strings on you got that you got, and so you know. You could you, you could effectively make more diddly bows if depending on you know if you've got a shop. You could effectively make based on the amount of strings that you go through. If you're using a standard set, you could actually make more diddly bows than you would three or four string guitars, because you've got so many That's extra correct. strings hanging around. I've got. I, I, I am embarrassed to tell you how many I've got. Uh, I, well, I've got, <laughs> I've got boxes, and, I, and and what's even worse is that, um, this mob here, and I, I'm not going to plug them. <laughs> Sorry, but Who are they? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. I'm not going to plug. Um, but Brand X. Brand X. It's good in a way that you get an extra B and an extra E string, but it's it's now to a point where I've got I've got so many B and E strings, it is just it is just absolutely ridiculous. And even low E's too, because I mean as I said, most of my tuning is, is in open G. Um, just purely based on customers. This is and this is one I I prepared earlier. 
and they're a lovely string. They're a good string, Mark. I'm really like I'm really happy that you've done those because, quite frankly, I was looking at doing something similar to that about two years ago, and it was just. I couldn't find a good supply to, for price-wise, and I was thinking I'm just going to do it for my customers just to have something there and not make any money on it, you know. But just the simple logistics of printing the damn cards and 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 gluing them all together and packaging them up, I just I, I did. I think I did it for about four months. Sold about three packets of them. Used up all of the rest of them myself, and I just went screw that. I'm not doing it. So thank you. <laughs> It's, but you know, it's it's good, and I like the fact. I do like the fact that they're electric strings as well, because I think you can use electrics. You know, it's you, you, if you're going to put a pup in it, you know, mag pup, it, it's definitely going to work nicely with a mag pup in it, and they also work really nicely with the piezos as well. Yeah, look, I, I, did, I did it on purpose. I did the electric gauges first because you can use electric gauges and acoustic string if you need to. There's there's no real difference. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who will tell me that, you know, if, if you have 25 wines per inch, that, you know, it's not as good as a 24 and a half wines per inch, but we're not going to talk about those people right now. But the, the reality is you can use them for both. And later on, if I, if people are interested, I'll, I'll, I'll probably bring out an acoustic set and um, some phosphor bronze, whatever. Yeah. yeah. See them. But these days, I tend to see most people are still doing an electric guitar, whether it be a Mad Pup or a, or a Piso. Well, I think for the majority of punters, I, I think that the the reason that that we tend to go for the electric strings as well is I think they tend to be a little bit cheaper that as in a pack of six than yeah than the phosphor bronzes and things like that. I think they're they're more expensive to buy acoustic strings, and I think you can get you know you can get them. But now it's it's nice to be able to actually have that idea of saying, okay, well, I'm building a four-string guitar or I'm building a three-string guitar. Where can I go and get my, you know, get, get some strings? And I, I you know, this is, look, you know what? It's, it, this is, look, you and I aren't, you and I are mates, but I don't, we, I, we don't, I don't get anything off you, you know what I mean? It's like I'm not, I'm not endorsed or, you know, or anything like that. But I'll stand up and I'll say, if I find a product that I really like... I'll, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flog that product and say that's a really damn good product, and I like this. It's, they work, man. So you know, it's, so for any wowsers out there, you go, eh, well, piss off. So, <laughs> I, I just like them. They're good. So it's, it's nice to be able to have, especially having a local, uh, a good local product here in Australia, which is dedicated to cigar box guitars. It's, uh, it, it's nice to have that because it's, it's definitely doing two things. It's it's saving me money and it's still getting me a good quality product. So keep it up, mate. It's it's going great. The pickups, very happy. You know, well, you know, you can, can't you? You know, you can only ever do your best, mate. So, so that's the thing. Now I've got another question for you. It's something that's come up over the last week or so, and and it's it's a question that's kind of come up on Facebook a bit. It's and for some reason it's just something that struck me this week, and it's the. The question of build quality versus price. Okay, and I haven't, I haven't. I'm going to admit to, to any listeners out there, I have not prepped Mark on this at all. And I, as I said, this is completely. As we were talking about it, I thought, yeah, I will, I will bring it up because I thought it's it's an interesting topic to to kind of bring up. And 
you know, we might we might piss some people off if we, you know, if we say speak our mind. But I think the idea of doing this podcast is past bleh, the podcast <laughs> is, you know, is to actually speak our mind and you know and and put an opinion out there. And if you know, if anyone disagrees with it, tell us on the tell us on the group. You know, tell us on the group. Let us know if you disagree. It's there's nothing wrong with disagreeing with us. I, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to put my hand up and say I don't know everything. Mark can see my hands up. It's on the video. I don't know everything, but I'll I'll make a comment based on my experiences. Not I suppose you'll be the same. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, you're throwing a curveball at me actually because it's not something I, I've definitely. I've, sorry, I shouldn't say. I've definitely thought about this before. I've been to several markets over the years, and and I can tell you there is a varied and vast. Uh, I'm just talking about the right word. The, the, the combinations of price and quality vary so significantly. Yeah. Depending on you know where you go and uh, and obviously it's, it's not just the case of what do I think is is quality mm. and what is what is worth the money. Uh, I mean, everyone has a relative position on their own um, product. Uh, I've been a woodworker for years. And I can tell you that I think that what I produce is above average. Um, and what I've seen other people produce is, well, not everyone, obviously. I can't say this for everyone because I haven't seen everyone's work. I mean, I see a lot of people online, especially on Facebook, who produce stuff beyond my quality. Uh, and, and I'm sure they don't charge enough <laughs> but then i've seen the opposite end of the scale where, where people think that what they're building is you know the best thing that everyone anyone's ever seen and, and it's atrocious yeah but once again not everyone's a woodworker and not everyone's a guitarist and so then you know even you get the different types of people who are willing to, to purchase guitars um yeah. those who think cigar box guitars are new and and fantastic and no one's got one no one they know has got one so they'll buy whatever yeah I almost pay whatever, um, but yeah, I mean I've got to be careful because I I, re- I really do have issue with a few builders out there. Yeah. Um, and because I, I know what they charge. Yeah. Uh, you're not one of them, which is good because I think yours is a quality. Um, well, I think so too, but I've got <laughs> but my but well, I, I, I mean that's yeah, the, that's the thing, you know. I, I've you know I've put in I, I've put in three. Or more because I did I I did a few electrics before I got into cigar box guitars and I really cut my teeth on electric guitars first and as I said the first one that I built is sitting behind me and I re, you know refused to sell it uh, in fact it it ended, ended up getting getting pulled apart for, for for parts for subsequent builds which I haven't used because I wasn't happy with the quality of the of the of the hardware. Um, but having said that, you know, it's when you look at cigar box guitars and one of the reasons I, I got into cigar box guitars was because I loved the music and I started having a look at um, the very early, early, early blues stuff, you know, which is and trying to think of if I'm going to build a build a cigar box guitar, um you know, at what what are the parts that I'm going to use? Am I going to go down the the very traditional route? Am I going to hand make my own peg tuners? At which you know, which a lot of people, not a lot, but quite a few people do. And I do see some of the comments coming from out of the 
not Australia so much, but out of the United States especially, where there seems to be a very core group of uh, extremely traditional builders who... Uh, I want to use the word denigrate. I'm not sure if I'm using that word correctly. Who are, let's say, down on uh, modern equipment on cigar box guitars. Who say, well, you shouldn't use tuners because that's not what that's not what you know that what what that guy was using. He 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 used wooden handmade wooden pegs and and tension screws and things like that. Or hey, you know, you should only be using wing nuts, you know, and 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 uh, what do they call them? The um, the eye bolts, you know, and which is nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong, I, I love that. If I if I saw one of those that was built very traditionally, you know, and I was happy with the build. Now I'm going to come into the build quality. If I'm happy with the build quality, if it looks solid, if the neck is nice and firm, if it doesn't have too much flex, if it's you know, if it's if they've used the the right wood, if it's reinforced at all, if it's you know. If it's a banana, I'm not going to touch it. But <laughs> you know, it's it is things like that. You know, and I, I think there's going back to the American thing. I suppose with the you know with the very traditional builders, it's interesting seeing you know that some of the heated discussions that can come up um, between these these different groups of uh, different groups of builders. It doesn't pop its uh, pop its head up very often. I must admit, or from my point of view, because maybe because I'm out of it because I'm here in Australia. But when it does pop its head up, it's, 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 it's quite heated and, and rather interesting. And some people say, well, I'd rather use machine heads than tension screws because the tension screws will go out of tune all the time. But then again, if you use super cheap eBay machine heads where the little tops keep continuously falling off and the gears slip and... Where's you know where's your where's your compromise? <laughs> I agree. I, I've I've been part of a discussion. We'll call it a discussion because it's probably the nicest way of putting it with people who are more traditional. It's got to be you got to be under ten dollars. It's got to be a broomstick in a box with a piece of fencing wire with eyelets and stuff like this. Yeah. yeah. But we don't we don't live two hundred years ago. No. Okay. We're not slaves. We don't we don't. No. Yeah. And this is where it comes from. If you want to be traditional, then you've got to live the life that these people lived. Yeah. And and only have the the, the, the those products around. The rudimentary thing. I, look, I love yeah. the sound of the, the old sound of those things and the yeah. traditional things, but I don't live there. I'm, I I can't identify with that lifestyle. Yeah. And you know what? I'm quite good with hand tools as well. But if I'm if I can use a quality thing to get a quality sound, then yeah. I will. And look. One of, one of the biggest issues with quality cigar boss guitars is intonation. Yes. A straight bridge doesn't work in today, it's intonation. It just yep. doesn't. A bolt doesn't work for good intonation. Yes. The string leaves in a different position. Look, you know, once again, if you're using a difference between a slide guitar and a fretted guitar, is another thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fretted guitars don't work well with bolts. They just don't. No. Um... And maybe it's because my ears are more attuned to things. I've been playing guitar for years that, yeah. that I see, it, I hear it differently. But look, well, a slide guitar can be pretty much made with anything. Well, that's an <laughs> interesting. As long as it's tuned right, yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, that's an interesting point that you made then, because you've come into this as a guitar player. 
as a guitarist and 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 there and and remember we're just playing devil's advocate here we're you know we're we're looking at things from you know you've got you've got your point of view and I've I've got my point of view and and I don't think they're too far they're too far different but it's an interesting thought that no, no, man, I'm right coming in <laughs> but coming in as as a guitar player you've got a particular if you let's say okay um you walk into a guitar shop and you look on the walls and you look at the guitars and you'll you'll automatically you'll go yeah i like that i like that i like that because two things will happen one you'll look at the product and you'll know the product anyway so the first thing you'll do is you'll go for brand x over brand y if you prefer brand x and you've read more about it you get the guitar magazines you look into it or if you've played that brand before over the other one but then the second thing that'll happen is is you'll play it and you'll make sure that you're happy with it so as a guitarist and someone who's played for a long time you know you've got a really good idea about what you want and the sound that you want you know so it's it's an interesting thought then coming from the other the other range where you've got you know uncle tom he's walking through the markets he's never played a guitar in his life he sees a cigar box guitar. It's got two or three strings on it, or one string even. And he, and he says, "Oh, that looks interesting. I could play that. It's got less strings." And of course, you know the the, the spiel is, of course, you know, well, yeah, God gave us four fingers and there's six strings on a guitar. So I'm going to put my hand up and I say, I've, "I've said that. I've said that. All right. You know, we joke about. It. I joke about. It. I'll say, yeah, you know, that's that's all right. But for someone to get into it and well, I don't know about you, but my God gave me ten, mate. Ten feet. Yeah. yeah, but I'm not finger tapping at the moment. I'm not, I've never been very good at that, you know. <laughs> but it's it's interesting that 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 thought of who who the customer is is a customer going to look yeah. at something and say, okay, well, I'm going to look at a guitar on the wall. Uh, you know, of a, of a of a tent or whatever, in a marquee in a in a in a market or whatever, and say, so, okay, well, I've got two price points. I've got one price point here, which is you know a three hundred and fifty dollar or four hundred dollar fretted, um, you know, a cigar box guitar. Uh, it's got you know, it's got a it's got an oak neck on it. It's I'm I'm going to use my like my product as an example because you know, or uh, even if I remember Michael from up at Edamoga, because I, I don't see lots of other cigar box guitars at markets and things, especially up here in the Blue Mountains. But when I have seen, like the thing that drew me to to, to Michael's up at Edamoga was they were different. Like, and I had been playing guitar for a very, very, very long time, and they were different. I'd never seen them before. It was really quite an interesting product, you know. And um, you know, and I was really quite uh, besotted with them. And you know, it just it, and it's the thing that got me into build, wanting to build them as well because it piqued my interest in them. And I don't know, it's it's there's that product which you know is around about you know I think around about the four or five hundred dollar mark or something like that, and they're piezo mostly. And I just kind of went, I don't really have, I didn't have the cash with me because I was on holidays. I didn't have the cash with me. And I've said that before. Um, but then I've seen other ones where, you know, then it's... And actually, John Nichols said it last week. He said his his target, is something he wants to do, is to produce a $99, a good $99 cigar box guitar. And it made me think. 
how? It's an interesting time, and this is this is John who's been building them for seven years, and he's got a, he's got a good rep. I'm just curious, like how? I'm trying to think about it because I'm curious to try it myself. <laughs> you know, um, um, put the time down. Look at the only thing I can possibly think of for ninety nine dollars, and because something's got to give, doesn't it? So doesn't something have? Yeah, I, well, you've got to look at a few factors there, man. There's, yeah. there's a few factors there. First of all. The US dollar and the Australian dollar aren't on equal terms. No, well, it's $130. So $30 is really $130. Yeah. And the prices of timber and, and, and in this country and, and in America are two different things. We don't have, like, Lowe's in, is comparable Bunnings, right? Or yeah. Or whatever. And even then, it's still, if, if they were, if we had equal footing on the dollar, it'd still be cheaper to go to Lowe's. Huh? Or Home Depot. Whatever, yeah. yeah. Right? It's just, we have a very expensive market, uh, our product here, it's, no matter what. Yeah. We're so far away from everything, so if we do import something, it'd be costly. Yeah. So realistically, you might, if in Australia, you might want to look pay something, a $150 guitar. Yeah. It's really comparable to that $99 US. Yeah. But even, like, even then. So can you make one for $150? Well... I would, but you know, if I yeah, well, it is a damn good question. It is a damn good question, and the reason it's a good question is it depends who the builder is. And you said it just before because I think if you are a hobby builder who is who doesn't care about a business, and I'm going to use and I used the term hobby builder last week, and I mean it respectfully. Now I'm going to say that because I know John, John, John had a cause to say something about, and I and I defended my idea of what the ho- what a hobby builder is in my case. So my idea of being a hobby builder is it's a hobby business, but I'm going to compare it and say somebody who, you know, builds, builds cigar box guitars for his grandkids or his, you know, or his kids and gives them away or goes, you know. I think with, with, keep it, with that in mind, that type of thought in mind, yeah, you could because you're not worried about your bottom line. Now, the difference for me is that, Every time, like I'm a teacher by trade, so I only get a very small amount of hours per day. And we're coming into winter now, and which means that realistically, because my shop's pretty much out in the open, when the night air starts to get too damp and too moist, I need to shut up shop. I need to cover my timber. I need to cover my work. I need to, to make sure that... So I only usually get about an hour to an hour and a half in an afternoon, depending on what's going on, and a few hours on the weekend. Right? So my time... Is is gold? Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just looking at it from a time point of view as building as well, because it's a business, you know. And so for those guys to sit there going, well, you know, you, you know, you shouldn't be, you know, you should be able to sell it for, you know, for for ninety nine dollars or whatever like that, and you shouldn't be sending selling them for a higher amount. Well, that's as I said, that's good for the for the hobby builder and the. At, you know that the the craft builder maybe that's the right word I don't know, but if you're trying to make a, a good quality product, number one, a product that sounds good, number two, a product that you can be proud of, number three, and I'm going to say it, number four, the the evil word, money, something that is going to give you a profit because I am trying to make a business out of this. This is you know it it is a business. I've got to factor those. Even four... then, you're still only earning five bucks an hour. 
Well, I told you, didn't I? I think I told you I went to the tax agent and we looked at my profit for profit for last financial year, and I'm quite happy to talk about it. The profit, because everything went back into the business. Um, you know, as a business, it did, in its first year, it did okay. But when I walked out of it, I had $89 profit for the year. Yep, that's yeah, so everything went back into it, which I was prepared to do, which the whole idea was to, to get the name out there and the product out there. Um, and we worked it out per hour that I'm worth 10 cents an hour. Yep. Isn't that amazing? That's you know, right. That's 10 cents an hour. And so this year... It's no. a, yeah, well, this, no. this year's a bit different because this year I'm not, I haven't done markets nearly as much. The majority of, of the work that I've been doing and the sales that I've been doing is, for me personally, is um, is online sales of stock, which I think you can... I don't know if you can see behind me there. But, you know, I've got some stock there, some of the Hurricane guitars behind me there. Um, and... The, and things like the Lightning Boys and stuff like that, which are made to order. And it's my made to order work now, which is starting to really pick up. So the market stuff is, and so I'm not really, I'm moving away from that, uh, you know, from that $130 guitar, which I'd prefer not to make, I think. Not because of the dollar factor, but because I want to build something that's, that's better, that's more functional, that's. Um, you know, it's got a hand-shaped bridge that's got, you know, it's that that has volume and tone that, you know, I'm bringing things in like, you know, albums, little albums and all these secondhand things to make little scratch plates from and just to create a point of interest as well, but also something that's very functional. Well, I, I can... So I can give you one of the analogies, if it's a good analogy or not. I see it as if you want to become a chef, the closer and closer you are to being qualified, the less likely you are to serve two minute noodles. <laughs> I, <All> think, right. <laughs> I think you've just brought a 15 minute conversation to one sentence, <laughs> to one analogy, and I think that's excellent, actually. That is, yeah, that is excellent. So, all right, so let's, let's go back. Let's let's assume that I am not at a stage in my cigar box guitar building career. I'm using myself as an example. So you know, uh, yeah, because I know me. <laughs> um, so we can assume that you know that Birdwood Guitars isn't above, but it's moving slightly. It's moving now. The the business is moving slightly beyond the market and slightly beyond the hundred and fifty dollar guitars that I used to build also based on the fact that I, I know a hell of a lot more now about what I'm doing than I did when I, than I, when I first started and the guitars I was building when I first started as you mentioned before I was building to the absolute best of my ability but it's quite honest to say that the guitars I'm building now my fret works a lot better now it's a lot smoother now I offer a lifetime guarantee on parts and manufacturing it's a fair wear guarantee, so if you hit someone over the head with it, I'm not going to guarantee it, but if a, a tuner falls off or if something happens that shouldn't happen or the, something happens with the wiring, I back it up. You know, that's a simple fact is, you know, post it back and I'll, I'll repair it free of charge. I don't care. I'm quite happy to say that. But it is fair to say that I'm kind of moving beyond that, but there might be a lot of builders now who are at a stage where they've maybe been building for a few months and they're happy they're happy with the product they've got at the moment, and no I come down yeah, and I come down to the question that I had 
which I was really happy because one one guy who I quite like, he's 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 been messaging me back and forth. He's a new builder and he's really passionate. He is just mega mega passionate. I'm not going to name him, but just because of privacy, but. He's mega passionate about what he's doing. And he asked me that question this morning, which pipped my interest in it. It kind of brought back the, the idea of build quality versus price. And I said to him, you know, at the end of the day, do you want to put out a product that you're not happy with? And the very first thing he said back to me was no. He said those first few guitars that I, that I built that I'm not happy with, he trashed them. You know, or he's, or he's put them aside or he's kept them himself to look at. And I was really impressed with that. So he doesn't want to move that product. He doesn't want to move that product. And we're just going to call it a product, you know. He doesn't want to move that product simply because he's not happy with it. And I think that's that maybe is that the thing, as you were saying, with the two-minute noodles. But also, if you wouldn't buy it yourself, don't try and sell it. No. Maybe that's a point, too. Is that a cockatoo in the background here? Uh, yes. Yes. It's either that or a yellow belly sapsucker. <laughs> well, uh, I know which one's real, so we'll go with that one. Eh? <laughs> um, yeah, we've got a few around here. We've got some really lovely ones. We've got those big... I, I, big... I would only sell that with... Sorry? I was just saying, we've got those big black mothers, too. Those, they look like... I thought they were hawks when I first saw them. They're beautiful. They're, they're, I'm sure that they're, um, they're cockatoos of some sort. But they're just, they've got a long body and a huge... Black cockatoo? Yeah, yeah. Just amazing birds. They're beautiful. Um, so we do get yeah, those around here quite often. We've got a f- quite a few magpies in the backyard at the moment for some reason. So don't know. They're hanging around. Love maggies. Just not when they're dive bombing. Sorry, I, dig- I did digress. There. I do apologise for that. It's just that I heard this... Yeah. Which is a typical um, noisy, horrible thing that they are. I mean, I love cockatoos. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but my goodness, yeah. they're noisy. And that brings me to another point about... Quality. Yes. If your guitar sounds like a cockatoo, don't sell it. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. You know. But see, I'm. I, I mean, I don't it know. Sounds about... like a magpie. <laughs> yeah, could, yeah. Well, that's what I said. I've got a few magpies in the backyard. Yeah, that's a Maggie. No, that's not. No, oh, I can... no, I can see it over there. It's a cocky, cockatoo. Yeah, we got a few of them. Um. Oh hell, what was I going to say? Practice, practice, practice. Yes, I put a video out during the week of... Um, yep. I prefer electric guitar pickups. I'm straight up. I'm just going to say it straight away. When it comes to playing cigar box guitars, I prefer electric guitar pickups because I come from electric guitar background. It's, I, I've never been much of an acoustic guitar player. Uh, I've, I've only ever owned a couple, one of which is sitting behind me at the moment because I stripped it for tuners and parts when I was building my very first guitar. It's a Yamaha 12-string. I, I was able to build four guitars out of that, and <laughs> the very early ones. And, and just one that I've just, just bought now, uh, or about three months ago maybe, which was an old um, Hofner, which is a lovely little German guitar, little parlour guitar, which I wanted for school. Oh, mate. Yeah, it's a lovely little nice. thing, 1965 or something, so 1965, and it's, it's a lovely little thing. It sounds beautiful. Um, but I've never been an acoustic guitar player, really, and I've never really been into, you know, it's, you just, if, if you put in a, you know, a PAF or if you put in an EMG or you put in a Seymour Duncan, I'm happy, put in a Damasio, rock on. You know, that's, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm quite happy to, to, you know, to put electric guitar pickups in pretty much most of the guitars, but... The hurricane range that I'm doing behind me, I'm, you know, I do as a piezo because a lot of people want a piezo guitar. They want that kind of real earthy, 
bluesy kind of a sound. And I, it's, I, I've, I've always been okay with the sound of the ones that I've done, but I don't like them as much as electric guitar pickups. But I build them because I know people want them. And, you know, and I talk and I listen, and Pete Viva's up here in the Blue Mountains who do, who's from Buzzard Guitars. He does, he does a lot of handmade boxes and he does a lot of piezo work, and he's, he's very, very good. I like, in fact, we'll, I'll try and catch up with Pete in the next few weeks for, a, for an interview, actually. He's very good. Um, but I've always I've played around with different placements of piezos and different... Some of them work and I don't sell them, and the, or I open them up and I reposition them, and I, I was putting a recess in the neck for a while and then filling that with hot glue and putting the piezo in and then putting more hot glue in and then squeezing the neck down, the box lid on it and then putting the bridge on top of it. And I liked that for a while because it, it got rid of all that, that tinniness, that horrible tinny tone that I don't like because I because my ears, it just kills me. And so I got rid of that and I practised around with that and I liked that. And then, but again, it was just, it wasn't, there wasn't quite enough of the of the mid to height to, to trebly range and um don't scoop it yeah just scoop it out but then i i was talking to john like again i was talking to john last week and john was saying like you know don't do the uh you know the the drench it in hot glue i was like oh okay he used the super glue so i thought all right so i played around with it. i didn't do exactly what he does but i thought i'll try a different way and I'll, I'll put a picture up tonight on the group of what i what i've done which was again i did the recess underneath the, the bridge super the piezo into the recess but then what i've done is i've made a little cap and i'll put a picture of it i've made a little cap uh which sits on top of the piezo of timber and it sits on top allows the allows the wires to come out and then that's the string onto the bridge onto the box sled directly onto that fine, that thin piece of timber, that little disc piece of timber, and then straight on the piezo. And it popped. It was really, it's really different, you know, and I'm really, so I've, this one that I've just done now, I've, I've just done it and strung it up and, and that's done, but it was, I've put a tone on this one just to kind of rein it in a little bit. Um, so I'm going to have, have a listen to that tonight. Screw it, I'll do it now. Hang on. <laughs> this is Radio. The, uh, This is the inaugural... Have you tried using the, the, the bar ones? The, the hate them. The hate the rod ones. The hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. I don't like them. <laughs> Why? I just don't like them. I've used discs for three years. I really like the discs. I've used rods. I did one with a rod that sounded good. And this is with, uh, with the... Um, Preamp. So it's with the preamp. Yeah, yeah. I just no. It's like some people who like rods and don't like discs. Why? I don't know. I just did. That's a question. Seriously, mate, it's. I've got. I built an acoustic bass uh, yeah. last year, and I've got some K and K pickups in it. Yeah. And they're they're, they're piezo disc. Well, I guess they're a piezo element. Piezo yeah. Element, whatever you call it. Um, and they are. They've got a phenomenal sound. Mind you, I've played a hundred and you know? Hang on, say that again. You so, broke up. You broke up. Say it again. There's a big difference between an alarm disc that you've got, you know, yeah. which is pretty much those discs come out of alarms. That's all they are. They're designed to squeal yeah. when you put a signal through it. And, you know, we're using the opposite direction. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the rods are designed
Um, so unless you've got string tension, which most people don't, they're not going to work really as well. Um, and then, of course, then you pay through the ass for really, really, really good acoustic pickups, which are, of course, the same thing. They're yeah. They're really just a, a trans, piezo transducer, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a mag pickup man. I'm not I'm not a big fan of uh, pesos in any yeah in any sort of form, especially not on the cheap end of the scale. I mean yeah, I sell them and you know from time to time I'll have someone ask me for like you like you they they want a piezo disc in it and I well okay no worries can't yeah. Do. Um, but I wouldn't put anything I play because you just can't get the tone. It sounds scratchy. It just sounds high end. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that's fine if you're in a punk band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, yeah, put your hand up if you're a bit of a metalhead and a rocker. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's, yeah. That would be me. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, look, look I apologize my... for no one. I shouldn't have said sorry. No, we don't. You know, that's that's the thing. And I think you do, you come from... And this is the thing that I love about cigar box guitars. It's, and I, I hope that we haven't sounded like we're having a, having a bitch and a wail about things. Because, quite frankly, like, I'm not. Because I think the discussion is really interesting. And, and I think cigar box guitars do a, like have a lot of jobs. They can do a lot of things. You can play oh, yeah, man. real it's bluesy a, it's a stuff. Little, it's a very little instrument, there's no doubt. Oh, it's a yeah. wonderful little instrument. I've had some that just have the most beautiful, because I use a piezo, a beautiful jazzy tone, and you put a, just a tiniest little bit, of, little bit of drive in it, and you can play beautiful blues on it, but it was no good, you know. It was no good for 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 heavy distortion. Whereas I've done other piezo guitars because they're all different, you know. Where I've reefed up the distortion and they sounded fantastic. But then when I turned the distortion off and turned it down a little bit, it was as you were saying, it was tinny. It didn't work. I had to, you know, it just it wasn't doing the job. But the thing is that I I, I have consistent success with magnetic pickups. Consistent oh, success. That's why, and, and, that's why they put it Yeah, well, and the other thing is, I mean, keeping in mind that, like, you know, and I, I like a, I like a whole range of different pickups. Like, I, I'll, I'll, um, you know, I, you know, obviously, I've, people know I, I love the ones that you build. I really enjoy yeah. those. The one that Wade Costenbaker built, I absolutely love that. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful pickup. Um, you know, I've, I've got uh, other pickups that, that are like humbuckers and things like that that I order from. Uh, from uh, from another mob. Um, when you do a Mortal Coil humbucker, I'll certainly be ordering it from you instead. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I'm just going to say it. I'm put, got a couple of half made ones, mate. Uh, well, you know, you're gonna, you want to finish them off. I'll buy them off you. You know, if you, it's that's the thing. But I like I like the fact that you can do a single tone. You can do a single coil pickup. You can do a humbucking pickup. You can do a, you know you can do all you can. I'm a mag man. I'm a magnetic pickup person. I love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. But I do do piezo pickups simply because I know that people want them. Um, one of yeah. my most fun. That's a little cheaper too. Yeah. Well, they are. They are. But having said that, I've, I've got so the little one. This is again. This is good TV. I'm pointing at a guitar to Mark. You know, and there's one sitting over there. Yeah, that one. Everyone. That one he's pointing at. Oh, you can't see it. Either. Hang on. That one. No, I can't. I don't know. That one. Do you recognise that oh, pickup? Yeah, I know the box. That's a 
that an acoustic guitar pickup? That's a Quintero box with an acoustic guitar pickup. And it's an Audi pickup. I picked up from Audi. And I've got to tell you, man. I love them all. Listen to this. (laughs) Rock and roll, you know. That's just mental. (laughs) You get them anywhere. You can just, you know, this is the thing. Whereas, I don't know, I just find them... Like, they're manageable, they're, they're just, you know, I, I love magnetic pickups because they've just got so many colours and so many tones and so many... They're all good. Even the bad ones are good. <laughs> you know, even the bad ones, I'm going to say that, even the bad ones are still good. They're, start, they're still better than a Piezo. Come on, bring in the hate, everybody. Come on, Piezo lovers, bring in the hate. <laughs> I love you all. Uh, it's all. No, look, you know, I, I think each to their own, and I'm happy with that. No, and I, I, I tolerate most of you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put. I'll um. I'll do piezos simply because I know that people want them. Um, I do have a. I have got a lovely, lovely um, Daddy Mojo uh, cigar box guitar, which I, I had to buy because I'm just. I'm a huge fan of them. I love love them to death. They're just lovely. And it's a piezo, but I, like I can't even with that one, I can't turn up the distortion and rock out. It's it's a it's a bluesy, jazzy kind of you know kind of sound, and and I accept that. You know that's 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 why I, it was. I think it was series two of that that limited edition run that they did, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a lovely guitar. It's it's a really lovely cigar box guitar, but I you know I can't play harder rock on it and stuff like that it just doesn't sound right it's, it doesn't suit but whereas you know I I can do this one over here and you know that one there that I showed you before the two pickup you know that I've got the two two uh, flatline mortal coil pickups in and this is so versatile it's absolutely ridiculous like I can do anything I can play metal heavy metal on this through to through to jazz and 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 God, anything. Like, the only thing you probably wouldn't do is classical, cause, only because it's got steel strings and it does sound like a nylon, but... I don't know. I'm an electric guitar player, so that's what I build. And even, I, I suppose when I was doing the... I suppose when I was doing the... Um, the the piezos, when I was dipping them in the... Um, in the hot glue and, and planting it straight under the neck... I remember uh, Peter Vivas, he said to me at, at a market, he goes, but you're going to lose all the high end. And I turned up the guitar and I plugged it in and, 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 and I got like a real heavy metal sound out of the piezo. And I went, yeah, isn't it good? Because <laughs> I got rid of all the high end. I got rid of all that horrible squealy stuff. And, and a lot of people like that high end piezo sound. It just kills me. I just, I just want to... Yeah. Push the mids up and get rid of the Not treble and neither, drop the bass. You know, just that's that's what I want to do. You know, ultimately. But um, well, geez, you know, this is interesting. This this was going to start off as about a twenty minute conversation on strings and string, string, <laughs> string gauges and things like that. We've just hit the fifty eight and a half minute mark. So, oh, goodness me, it's a big chat. I again, I'm going to say, look. The thoughts and the thoughts and ideas expressed by Mark and myself are expressed by just 
they're our personal opinions. They don't uh, mean to... They should be seen as gospel. They... Yeah, all right. We're at... No, no, no. Look, I'll play devil's advocate. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, I know, I know. Look, I think everybody's got their own take. Mark and I have expressed our take um, on, on what we like and ideas that we, ha- you know, ideas that we have. Get out there and go and build. Um, ultimately, you know what you're building. You know the quality of the product that you're putting out if you're selling it. Um, you know, if you're a business, yep. you obviously want to put your best foot forward. You don't want to put out a, um, you know, put out a product that's not good. I would suggest that you, if you, if you're around and you and your your local people know you or you're building, you're trying to build a reputation, put in a guarantee. If you're going to sell a product, guarantee your product. Give a phone number. Make sure people can contact you if something goes wrong. Um, which, you know, it's, I've, I've had a couple of people give me a buzz and go, hey, look, something happened to the, the piezo or this is something's gone. And I have, you know, I, I have, I'll put my hand up and say it's, you know, I've, I'm not a perfect person, so, but I will stand by my product and I fix those, I fix those issues. And, in fact, those, those customers are still great customers and they're still buying product from me, which is, which is great because you focus on your customer service. So even if you're a tiny little business... That's my dog agreeing, by the way, in the background. Oi, Prince! Yeah. Good boy. <laughs> anyway, that's that's. Any, you got anything else you want to add, Mark? Before we get barked off the off the the thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's been a good, been a good discussion today, Mark. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I'll get in touch with Nigel. I'll see. I'll, I'll check back on that message and see. He's either two things he said. The first thing is either hopefully. Oh, sorry, we've missed it. Get in touch with you and we'll have an interview soon. Or he's saying, piss off, leave me alone, stop messaging me, and I never want to talk to you again. <laughs> so I look forward to checking my messenger messenger answers and, and get an answer to this question now that everyone is going to be thinking about. And I mean everybody. <laughs> everyone. All right. On that note... Uh, Boys and girls, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, mate. I'll do the sign-off. Catch you around. (laughs) See you, pal. Sounds good, mate. I'll see you later. Catch you around. Bye-bye. All right. Awesome, guys. Um, Thank you again to Mark. It's always always great um, chatting with Mark. And, again, look, you know, at the end of the day, it's a discussion that, that, that... comes up every now and again um, it, I'm hoping that no one takes offence uh, whether you agree with us cool, if you disagree with us, excellent alright, if you disagree please put, um, you know pop a comment on the, uh, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the group, on the podcast group, we would love to hear from you um, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's, we build cigar box guitars or blues inspired instruments and, you know, whether it's six-string guitars, four-strings, five-strings, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, we're here to chat and we're here to talk and, you know, and share each other's ideas and views and we're going to respect everybody's views. Um, just as a little point, we are, um, if you would like, if you enjoy the podcast, if you would like to contribute to the podcast, you can do it in two different ways. One is, of course, 
sending messages uh, or questions onto the podcast for Mark or myself to answer. And if we can't answer it, we'll find someone who is more equipped than us to answer. Um, Otherwise, the other thing is that, yes, we have got Patreon. If you want to become a patron of the podcast, um, you can follow, uh, go to... Podbean, and you can become a patron of the show. We are looking at trying to up the ante instead of me just using my mobile phone to record from the computer. We'd like to get some decent microphones so that we can do this a little bit better, uh, you know. And I would like to also move into doing some some merch if that is the way that people would like to go. So it's Adam from Burbank Guitars and the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast saying thank you very much for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, I know it's been a long show, so have a good one. Bye.